Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ranting Atheist Podcast. Today on the story of an atheist, I'm doing something a little different. There are people who want to share their story, but for fear of being found out for their own safety, they can't come on the podcast. To even sit down and have a Zoom call is not safe for them. So what I advised them was to write down their story in as much detail as they are comfortable with and then I will read it on an episode of Story of an Atheist. Because even if sharing their story in written form won't be as elaborate as discussing it with another person, it is still better than not sharing it at all. So that's why I felt this format will help those who don't feel comfortable having a one-on-one via Zoom or those whose life will actually be at risk. If they try to even have a zoom call their families are usually around them so they can't even have that privacy to have a zoom call with me so if you are listening to this podcast and you'd like to share your story to this format you can reach out through dm and send me your story in as much detail as you are comfortable with you can use a pseudonym so you are not found out it's best to come out when it's safe for you when there's no leverage whether financially or actually your life being in actual danger physically so please let's be safe as much as possible so today I'll be reading the deconversion story of Sharif Gaba. Obviously, is a pseudonym, but here we go. Well, it wasn't that I woke up one day and decided to renounce my religion. It was a gradual process that I later came to terms with. I was born and raised in Bonu, Meduguri, but my family and I moved there because of the rise of the Boko Haram crisis at that time. Wow, I didn't start. With questioning the beliefs I nurtured about my religion. I started questioning from the top, from the supposedly omnipotent, omnipresent, omnibenevolent, omniscient, divine being called Allah, God. And what triggered all those questions was what I later learnt was called the problem of evil. A lot of my relatives were either slaughtered, bombed, or missing and assumed dead. My village was burned multiple times. I lost my cousins, uncles, aunts, friends, my grandpa, and a lot of other people because of the extremist terrorist organization called Boko Haram. Why would God cause this such pain and suffering to my people? Some of my relatives that died, I didn't really know them much, but it hurts to see my parents mourn over yet another lost life. I think this is enough. I don't want to talk too much about the Boko Haram aspect. There are other personal things that were part of what made me become what I am today, but I am afraid I don't think I can talk about them. <sighs> Heavy stuff, man. At some point in time, I was broken and very depressed. I started reading to distract me from my problems. I found comfort in reading ancient Greek philosophy, and the more I read, the more I grew mentally, mentally enough to begin to spot the fallacies in my inherited religion. I always had a problem with the amount of misogyny in Islam, but it was haram to question Allah's will, so I always found a way to bury my questions. I was very curious and I wanted to know a lot of things. Scratch that. I wanted to know everything I could. I started questioning and started questioning why it was wrong to question. I wanted to see how irreligious people viewed my religion and I wasn't scared of losing faith because I believed that if I had faith, nothing could break it if I was wrong. 
My faith broke when I started seeing my religion not through the rose-colored glasses I used to see it. I started seeing the oppression and what truly pushed me further away from Islam was when I started learning about Muhammad, the prophet and the final messenger of Islam. His pedophilic behaviors, one of which he married a six-year-old Aisha, then later consummated or should I say had sex with three years later. How could anyone be okay with that? Why the fuck would anyone say that a nine-year-old girl was matured enough for sexual intercourse? It's inexcusable. Apart from that, he committed war crimes, encouraged slavery, was misogynistic among other things. And then, I also had a problem with the fact that only Muslims could go to heaven. There are billions upon billions of non-Muslims who just like Muslims were raised up in their faith. So they mean to tell me that even good people like for instance Nancy Mandela would make heaven because they are not a Muslim? Or that sexual preference determines whether you go to hell or not? Not only Islam is homophobic and misogynistic, it also does encourage hatred towards non-Muslims. And then, it also deprives people of freedom to choose religion. A person can and should be killed for apostasy in Islam under the Sharia law or even if the person doesn't get killed based on the law, other violent Muslims are threats to their life and then there's necessary hatred for choosing to leave the dogma. <sighs> oh my. <laughs> Islam is fucked up. A person once blatantly told me that he believes ex-Muslims like me should not be exiled but executed as we are a disease to the society. I constantly get death threats, insults, demonized and called ignorant or coined as an Islamophobe on Twitter. And in a lot of Muslim countries, people get randomly arrested with no charge for blaspheming against Islam. A popular instance is Sharif Gaba in Egypt. He was arrested for making YouTube videos that debunked and exposed religions. Or even in the case of Mubarak Bala here in Nigeria, Islam is very insecure about criticism. I mean, I guess that's why is the only religion that has a term such as Islamophobia that exists in it. There's never been such a term as Christianophobia or Indonomophobia. That says a lot about the insecurity of Islam and how we shouldn't offend or bruise the feelings of their Allah. The end. Whew. That was some heavy stuff, man. I really see what uh, ex-Muslims are going to. Why they are not comfortable enough to come forward for their own safety because Islam is so sensitive, so weak. They are so scared of criticism. Such a petty-ass religion, full of pedophiles, misogynists, weak-ass cunts. Fuck. If you have not yet subscribed, please consider subscribing. This podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Anyway, that's all for this week. I'll catch you the next one. Take care.